Now playing comes a podcast from two brothers. My name is Christian Durand, and I'm Pedro Durand. About the movies that raised them. When I die, uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? From the laugh out loud comedies to the explosive 90s action flicks. Welcome to Earth. The heartwarming animated classics to the tear jerking Oscar bait dramas. Hello and welcome to the Duran Brothers Movie Podcast. My name is Christian Duran and with me is Pedro Duran. And we are the Duran Brothers. Guys, we're here to talk about the movies that raised us and just the movies that we're watching right now. So uh, I I think we could just jump into it. How are you doing? Me? I'm okay. Just um, busy week, but always cranking in or squeezing in a movie here and there. Pretty good. I didn't get to the cinemas. I didn't get to the movie theaters this week. I've been making it a habit to actually go to the theaters every week. I, I saw Ant-Man last time and I mean, uh, I saw Ant-Man and th- in 3D too. So um, that was and beautiful. Fun. Technicolor. Yes, exactly. Um, in, in Cinescope Vision with all your friends. Um, <laughs> um and it was fine. I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it, I think it was fine. Um, um, I I, I, don't, I didn't think it was as bad as the reviews are making it out to be. Um, but did we did we talk about this last time? I, mean, I think we did. We did yeah. talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah, it's Mar. I still haven't seen it. It's Marvel's second worst reviewed movie after Eternals. Yeah. Um, at this point, and uh, one of the biggest box office drops for Marvel. Yeah. So it's not doing great. Um, yeah, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. What do you say? What do you say at this point? It's like they, they really needed to, um, and I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out soon. I, honestly, this is probably going to be one of the first ones that I haven't seen in the theater. Theaters? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, no, I didn't see Eternals, but I don't think, was that out in theaters? I, I guess it must Eternals? have been. Yeah, yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, I just remember they waited for a really long time, and then I waited for a really long time because it was still pandemic. So yeah, um, but you know, like No Way Home came out, and Thor: Love and Thunder I saw in the theater, but and Doctor Strange two, I didn't see in the theater. You know, this one I'm like absolutely just not in a rush to see at all. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even that big, like crazy to see the second Ant Man, but. But uh, yeah, Marvel right now is um, it's uh, it's in a space where I'm like, I don't know. I'm not dying to see the next thing. And they really need to like they basically need to have like Dr. Doom show up in the next one. Otherwise, like I don't like I just don't. I mean, we talked about it before, but it's like if I don't see where this is going. Yeah, I'm not really on board. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, but it's fine. It was like I said, it was fine. I don't. I don't think it's bad as people are making it out to be. Yeah. Um, I think it's perfectly okay until you wait, um, until it comes out on streaming to watch it. But yeah. I wanted to watch it in three D, and I think that was more of an incentive for me to, to go into the cinemas to watch it because it was going to be three yeah. D, and I wanted to see like that quantum realm and all that. But so um, 
So, but then yeah. again, I haven't seen Avatar too. So, still, you gotta watch that. That you gotta watch in theaters, man. That's yeah. an experience. No, no, no. I think yeah. I'm running out of time too. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, Creed three looks good. That mm. might be something I I check out. I didn't. The second one was like okay. I don't even remember it really, other than he fought oh, he fights Drago's Astana. son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now this one, I don't know. It's not. It's it's not like Clubber Lang's son or anything, but it's uh, it's kind of his Clubber Lang. It seems like. Yeah. Well, it's um, it seems like that cliche of like the evil brother that's come back. You know. Yeah. It's like what happened in Fast Ten, Fast and Furious Ten, where. Yeah. Uh, who's you it, called John it Steenan? for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I told you about that, right? Yeah. You said it. Well, you were saying it for, you pitched that since like fast and the furious eight. Yeah. And you said <laughs> he needs to have like the villain needs to be Dominic's Toretto's brother. Yeah. Not even brother, evil. his evil brother. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah it can't he's, just be his brother. His evil brother. Evil brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his evil brother. And see the way I pitched it. I think it was at your, at, at your wedding. Listen, this is all beautiful and great, but I got, yeah. <laughs> I got a pitch. I did it at, your, at the best man speech. I just started. Fast and Furious 10. No, actually I, I think I, I was speaking to a uh, um, friend of the show. Todd Portnowitz about it and I was just saying to him it was like eventually what's going to happen is that it's the setup of the trailer setup it's going to be you know I think and Kurt Russell's in those movies that's like Mr. X yeah. or something he, he like arrests Dom Dominic and they're like what's going on it was like this we have CCT CCTV footage of a guy who has the same moves as you do it has to be you Dom the same like, moves <laughs> yeah no <laughs> yeah of course and he's like it wasn't me. I wasn't there. And it was like, well, how do you explain this? And then it's like, I know what's going on. And then out of the shadows. And I said, cast whoever you want. And Jason Momoa would have been better than John yeah. Cena, because I think. But now Jason Momoa is in the new, he's in the yeah. Fast and Furious world, the universe. And then it would have been Don's brother, his evil brother that wants revenge for, I don't know, because, you know. Just know, throw revenge. a dart at the wall. Yeah, <laughs> as just a list throw of whatever reasons. it is. Yeah, at a list. <laughs> yeah. Cuckoo bird. You know what I mean? It's the spec. Yeah. It's a suspect. Oh, cuckoo. Your father. Our father liked you better than he liked me. Cuckoo. Cuckoo yeah. bird. And there you go. You have a movie. So here we go. Yeah. So. I, I feel like there's something in me that has like lost it a little bit. But like I and maybe it's because I've seen so many of these movies growing up that I don't I'm like averse to watching it now but like the idea of like knowing that kind of trajectory is a little lost on me now mm. you know what i mean because i feel like i don't watch that kind of movie anymore of like all right in the next one his brother shows up mm -hmm. and he's like, like the idea of like he's got all your moves dom mm -hmm. <laughs> you get it like if you can do the south park voice to describe the movie yeah, yeah you're a bad cop but you're good on crime or whatever it is. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. but we need you. I think I need to get back in that kind of genre of movie, like the action sequels. Mm. Yeah. Where it's just kind of the, not dumb, but like the kind of. Formulaic. Yeah. yeah formulaic action. If you, if you, if, if you want get a chance, there is one that I saw recently. It's not a sequel of anything, but um, I, it is a, it's I always call these kind of movies fun and dumb. Yeah. Um, because that's just what it is, you know. Um it's just a fun and dumb action movie. It's actually um 
I got a fun and dumb one that I started watching, but I couldn't finish because I just started it too late. But oh, it's okay. called Ambulance. Okay. With Jake Gyllenhaal. And okay. it's like, it's when I watched it, it's a Michael Bay movie, by the way, first of all. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, shout out to like Michael Bay. There's nothing. Yeah. Like, he, you know, one time he said, uh, he said like people like treat me like shit because I make movies for 14 year old boys. He's like, yeah. like, that's the worst thing in the world. And I was like, you know what? Good on you, dude. Yeah. Like, I make movies for 14 year old boys. Like what? Is that a crime? Yeah. And he's like, all right. You know, as long as you say it. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, ambulance is about, um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yaya Abdul Mateen. You know, Yaya. Oh yeah. 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 He was a <laughs> yeah. 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 I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so he's, so they're brothers um like legit brother <laughs> no it's like uh, i forgot what it is he, i think yaya is adopted or something oh it's a four brother situation hasn't yeah it? pretty yeah, much that's so, another situation yeah yeah those are always funny um so if anyone doesn't I know think four brothers with john this john singleton movie john singleton movie yeah i remember that for uh so so yaya and uh jake gyllenhaal are brothers i think of some yeah, sort or very that. close in some way yaya just gets out of jail he's trying to get his life back together but you know you get out of jail and the system's not great to you they yeah. don't nobody wants to hire you because you're an ex-con he goes to jake gyllenhaal who's super rich who's like he's like yeah i need some money i need some help and he's like look i can't give you help but I can give you an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like I'm about to go on like the biggest heist uh, ever. And uh, I think the heist is like stealing ambulances, not stealing ambulances, but like <laughs> it involves ambulances in some way. And he's like, you know, are you in or out? He has his daughter has medical bills or something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at something now. It's funny. Cause it's first, first of all, uh, Yaya is a former, uh, Marine. So that's yes, of course, yes, yes. Yeah, it has course. to be. So he is sympathetic. He's like, and yeah, yeah. No, he's also getting the money because his wife has cancer. Yeah, yeah. They're like, how many things can we throw at you right away so that you like don't question why you should like this person? Yeah. <laughs> um, country, God damn it. Yeah, yeah. How many things can we say about this person to signal yeah. that they are the hero or that mm -hmm. they are you know they have it rough? So. I started watching it. It's just, it's a really big action, crazy movie and it's fun and dumb. Jake Gyllenhaal's like on 10. He's like coked up really? Gyllenhaal. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Seems like, I mean, he's just like, is being as big as he wants to be from what I saw. Like, especially the scene where he tries to convince him to do the job. But yeah, I, I will watch that. I will finish that because it's, uh, you know, it looks pretty, it looks pretty interesting. Michael Bay's, Michael Bay is, we could do a retrospective on him. I, mm. I think some of it, I think I find some of it kind of tedious, but like he is a master at what he does. So. Oh yeah, for sure. And he's developed his own style too. You know, like when it's yeah. a Michael Bay film, with yeah, the camera kind of spinning around. And the thing is, it's just like, I think once, I mean, once all these Transformer movies started coming out and like, like not to hate, like you're getting a paycheck and you you own that franchise. Yeah. And nowadays- you know, the movie business is like all about franchise franchises mm -hmm. and and all that. But you know, like those Transformer movies, I've I've tuned out. I think I've seen the first two and then that was it. When it starts getting yeah. into other crazy shit and when they start incorporating there there's eventually 
one that incorporates um, uh, midi like King Arthur's mythology. Yeah. So, like, apparently the Transformers were around during King Arthur's reign, yeah. you know, and, um, you know, they, Optimus, Op- Optimus Prime was mm-hmm. friends with Merlin and so forth. You know, like, it's just, uh, okay. Yeah. So, you just go like, all right, I yeah, guess. Okay. Yeah. You know, and now the Beast one, um, I mean, I saw a trailer for it and I, honestly, it was just like, that does look pretty cool, but <laughs> yeah. But who is knows? he I back? Mean, has he directed all of them? No, I think he 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 was like just a producer for the for most of them and stuff. So, um, but I, I don't think he just he's he he's did a lot. Them. Jeez, hold on, let me see this Rise of the Beast. Peter Dinklage, Stephen Cable Jr. is the director. I think I just saw his name on something else. Stephen Cable Jr. directed. Oh, he directed Creed too. That's where I'm. Okay. Yeah. So it looks like Michael Bay has directed all of them. All of them except this new one, the Rise of the yeah. Beast one. Interesting. You know, I mean, he does have like Armageddon is a classic. Yeah. And um, and but I actually a, like. Oh, but it's also a classic because it's just it, if you watch that, it is very um, hammy and cheesy too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just like how spoiler Bruce Willis dies in the end and stuff. And I, I yeah. but I do. I I mean, I, I like Armageddon. The song is great. Bad Boys. It was, yeah, that was 1999. That was like, that was like when, I mean, I remember seeing that in the theater. Like that was the summer movie to go mm. see in the theater. That was like before the excitement came from franchise or like the excitement was about like, oh shit, Captain America. They're doing a Captain America movie. They're doing mm. a Spider-Man movie mm. or the next Spider-Man movie or the next Batman movie or the next you know, Harry Potter movie. It's like they're adapting a very popular thing that I've been waiting for. Right. Right. It was like, this looks crazy. Like yeah. this, it's a, it was like space and asteroids and Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck, who is just starting to become a movie star Yeah, and Liv Tyler. And it, like, you were going to see something really interesting and you didn't know where it was going to go. There was no franchise. So Bruce Willis could die. And you didn't think you didn't know if anybody was safe in the movie because that kind of thing hadn't been done. Yeah. Um, well, it was a high but, concept thing. It's yeah. All right. Bruce Willis, established star with his up and comer who just won an Oscar, uh, uh, Ben Affleck and an asteroids coming to earth to destroy. And they have to go up there and save the world. You know, that's it. Yeah. Or how about, Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, two badass cops yeah. at a bus in Miami, um, breaking up this Coke deal. Like, you know, yeah. it's just like, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's just the way you pitch it. And it was, it wasn't necessarily just like the new, like you said, Captain America movie where it's just like, yeah. oh, and, and that's, it was like, it was more about the stars and the crazy uh, scenario or the crazy concept that they can be in. Yeah. And then he was, I mean, he was on his trajectory. What did he do? He, Armageddon, Bad Boys, the Bad Rock. Boys 2, The Rock, yeah. And then Pearl once he Harbor. got into the 2000s, Pearl Harbor, because 2001, I believe, or yeah, 2000. 2001, 2001. Okay. Um, and then it's Bad Boys 2, The Bad Island. Bad Boys 2. The Island, yeah, that yeah. was like a big, yeah. that was a big one. And I remember wanting to see it, and I think I ended up seeing it at some yeah. point on like HBO, and I thought like, thought I remember being like 
it was like a lot smarter than it was, you know, <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but then once he got uh, after the island, I think it was all like he's just yeah. been in Transformers world until well, Pain yeah. and Gain, which yeah. was like, like you know, if you're gonna make that movie, that's like it's pretty good. Like that's it, it was, you know, Michael Bay in Adult World, and it was a pretty. I I like that movie with The Rock and Mark Wahlberg and yeah. Um, is John Turturro in that? And he's I feel like he's in everything or i guess that was tony shalhoub right yeah it's tony shalhoub he's the one that gets kidnapped but yeah i thought that was like a interestingly more adult movie for michael bay than anything he'd been doing i mean obviously he's just been transformers world for a while but like yeah he did to do kind of a small scale thing 13 hours that was like the um is that benghazi or something or is that like uh something with iraq right or afghanistan libya well, so I it's don't an know. attack on an American compound in Libya starring John uh, – is it – I can't – Krasinski. 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 Reed Richards, basically. Yeah, which so. may or may not be confirmed. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that I haven't – yeah, I haven't seen that one. But yeah, the last one I saw back in the day was probably Transformers 2 Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah. So, yeah, and then I was kind of out of it. I've never seen Pain Again. I, you recommended it to me. I've seen, I've seen like an hour of it like on, on TV, and then I kind of just had to do other stuff. Yeah. Um, but I would like to check it out, especially now to see how The Rock is. Now, you know, pre-Superstar yeah. pre, pre, pre superstar Rock. I mean, he was yeah. still a superstar, but he wasn't like how he is now. Yeah. Um, just to see how that is. And um, I always like Anthony Mackie for, for sure. Yeah, he's I'll good. What's your favorite – What's your favorite movie with The Rock in it? My favorite movie with The Rock. Um, I don't watch now. I don't really watch a lot of movies with The Rock because it just doesn't. He doesn't appeal to me, to be honest with you. It just seems part of the machine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, So it's the brand. Yeah. So I'm trying to think the favorite movie with The Rock. I'm just going to say, you know, those Jumanji movies weren't bad. I've seen them both. So oh, right. Yeah. Jumanji, the first Jumanji that he's in it. I'm trying to think of something else that he's in that I could be thinking like early rock. Yeah. But I, cause I saw Jungle Cruise. That was horrific. I even, I couldn't even finish that one. I was like, dude, I, I can't watch this. This is, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I, I, I just can't put up with it. Um, but I went to see, yeah. And basically I went to see Jungle Cruise and I, I didn't think it, I was pleasantly surprised cause I thought it was going to be really, you know, just dumb and basically like really dumbed down for kids. But, um, it wasn't, it was, it was, it was, it was fun enough where I can enjoy it, you know? Yeah. I know um, Natasha really liked Jungle oh, Cruise. Oh, you know what? I actually, uh, that that's fine but here's one baywatch the baywatch movie i really like that one and it's not because the rock's particularly in it it's like the rock zach afron's in it i thought that was a pretty fun movie it just happens to have the rock in it have you seen that one i didn't i think i started it and then i just i have a bad habit of starting movies when i fall when i'm going to bed and then you know especially if i haven't seen it i'm just i'm gonna fall asleep right away so that's a, that's I liked it because it is one of those like fun and dumb ones. It's 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 almost like just an an episode of a TV show, <laughs> kind of like yeah. the Miami Vice kind of episode plot. Whereas, you know, it's they're obviously 
you know, they're lifeguards on a beach and there's a random drug deal going down and they get involved. You know what I mean? Mm, And, and the rock Dwayne Johnson is the senior lifeguard. Everyone loves him obviously because he's, you know, the rock and, and then Zach Efron is the, it's like almost his hot shot, uh, not hot shot, uh, top gun kind of thing where he's Zach Efron's the new guy and he's cocky. He's kind of like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just like doing with stuff. And everyone's like, Hey man, like, we love this beach. Like this is our beach and you got to like, you know, and then obviously there's a, a love interest and he, uh, Zac Efron's feeling her, but sh- she's like, you're not serious about this job. It's like, you know, and then, and then, and then, you know, Zac Efron learns the way of the, of the watch. And then they bust up the, the drug deal at the end. And it's not too like, and here, Yaya's in that movie as well. Speaking of this mm. guy, um, it's not, too complicated it's just like a it's just like i said it's a fun dumb movie you don't ever think about it you can just sit back and enjoy it there's some aspects it's not it's it's a comedy it's an action comedy i don't remember it being that particularly funny <laughs> like it's yeah, not that's... like too many jokes but there's some stuff scattered in there i mean it was good enough that i bought it on blu-ray that's what i was right because that was because what i thought it was gonna be was um Starsky and Hutch from yeah. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson. Yeah. Like when they take an old property and just like kind of make a comedy, like 21 Jump Street, where they take an old yeah. property and like make a comedy out of it and kind of yeah. poke fun at it at the same time. Yeah, I thought that's what it was going to be. And then it turned out, I started watching him like, uh, where's the Hasselhoff jokes? Yeah. And I'm sure he shows up, but um, um, yeah. I don't remember. I know Pamela Anderson does show up at the very oh, okay. end. Yeah. See, that Hasselhoff, seems weird that Hasselhoff remember. needs to be in there. Like, it's weird. Um, he might. He might. I don't recall, but I remember for sure Pamela because that's like the big thing. Like, yeah, she's like the she's like the stinger scene. Yeah, because I don't think um, I I can't. I feel like the rundown is like my favorite rock movie. Maybe mm-hmm. like I don't even I don't even know. Like I like I like him in Southland Tales just because it's the weirdest movie ever and it's like mm-hmm. doesn't it's not very good but it's i have like a weird place in my heart for that movie because it's so strange mm-hmm. um but i was thinking because i was i mean you and i are both big you know 1999 rock fans like the rock as a wrestler <laughs> yeah. like you know crazy got wwe tickets for christmas one year i remember yeah and got to go see and like Dude, I just remember being in like the the nosebleed seats, and when The Rock came out, it was like, wow! Like yeah. Jr. used to say, "The roof has come off the building." Yeah. Like it literally, like this yeah, motherfucker yeah. came out, and everybody was on their feet. It was electrifying. Uh, it was. It really yeah. was. And um, but I don't think any movie has captured that version of him ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, he's never been like a like badass his persona. The Rock persona of like. Yeah. A bad, a cutting guy who's funny is like who's very funny while he's insulting you, and mm. he's gonna beat your ass, and he's like cool as fuck. But he's a good guy. But he's mm-hmm. not like a a goody two shoes good guy. Yeah, I don't think any movie has gotten that that charm yet. Um, yeah, and uh, mm. yeah, out of him is he's all like he's still very like hi, my name's. You know Rex, Rex Johnson, and I'm just a nice guy, and 
you know, I'm just trying to you get this diamond. Because in those in those Fast and Furious movies, like Hobbs, like Fast Five, or yeah. Hobbs and Shaw, is it? He is. He gets like he, the. He's he's as close to it. Yeah, he's he's like um, a badass in the sense of like he'll just beat you up and fuck you up, and more yeah. so in Hobbs and Shaw because they make more room for um, comedy. Because you know, and when he's yeah. Hobbs in those Fast and Furious, he's like the hard he's ass. The heavy. Yeah, he's the hard ass. I'm gonna get you, Toretto. If you if you cross the line, I'm gonna bust your ass and shit like that. And then when and uh, you know Hobbs and Shaw. It's they they try to add those elements of comedy where it's you know it's the salt and pepper with him and um um Jason Statham like yeah you know I'm gonna take the big guy no you take the big guy yeah. all that kind of horse shit and stuff like that <laughs> but yeah you know what I mean but you yeah, know I, I also fine. yeah but also the other persona of the Rock is like San Andreas where he's like I'm Johnny Gaines I'm just a working yeah. guy and Johnny I'm just Gaines. putting. You know, I'm just put into this weird situation. Yeah. You know, I'm a Marine sky- who just yeah. lost his job. <laughs> yeah. Or skyscraper. Have you seen skyscraper? Where he was no, like, I have not. I'm an architect with one pros- prosthetic leg. I'm yeah. disabled. My name is William Sawyer or Rampage where yeah. um, his funny enough, his name is Davis. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's him. So it's gonna be like, oh, he's he's probably a mixed race there, you yeah. know? Because it's, it's like, because oh, you never know with the Rock, like, and it's yeah. just you're yeah, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. They always try to like, you know, make it ambiguous. So he's Rampage, man. Uh, yeah. That's I didn't. Yeah, I again, that's another movie that I feel like I started, but didn't finish, and but it didn't have. It like only had a very tangential uh, relationship to the source material. Like mm-hmm. the source material is just a video game where you just. You're a monster, and you the more damage you do, the more points you get. Right? Yeah, basically, and that was like yeah. the whole game, right? Yeah, and you can choose between like a monk, like a King Kong gorilla, a Godzilla oh, lizardman, or like monster. a werewolf thing. Uh yeah, yeah, and they put you in the in the in the stage in the in the in the world, and you just destroy. It's like the the bonus uh, level in Street Fighter. Destroy these objects. Yeah, yeah. And the more points you get and stuff. So yeah, but then you put the rock in there, and it's like. It's kind of the problem with like modern monster movies, uh, modern giant monster movies is like you have to have the human character and it has to like be about them while also be about the monster and like kind of have to humanize the monster in a weird way. Like I liked, I saw Godzilla versus Kong on a plane. Yeah. And I actually liked it quite a bit. It's the human stuff. I was like, I didn't care that much about. Like I could have taken a lot of it. Millie Bobby Millie. Brown. Yeah, I saw it too. Yeah. I, and I don't that. know if she was in – she must have been in the Godzilla movie because there was Kong Skull, Skull Island and then a Godzilla – like two Godzilla – one Godzilla movie called King of the Monsters or something. Yeah. And I think she was in that and then like a bunch of people came back from that one and then like the King Kong people were like brand new characters, I guess. And then they – they brought them together or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She was in Godzilla King of the Monsters. But one nineties movie we need to talk about, and yes. it might be two thousands, but is Godzilla oh, with Matthew yeah. Broderick. Oh that man. Was I a, remember watching that in theaters too. Yeah, that was a huge again, that was like a huge movie. Yeah. And it was like one you of the remember the movies, marketing? 
Yeah, of course. Buff Daddy's song. Crazy. Oh, yeah. Come with me. With Jimmy Page. It was yeah. such a big thing. He was like, I got Jimmy Page on this. It was like, yeah, but you have to. You're, you're, yeah, you're taking the sample. Yeah. So you're, you're paying him, you know? Yeah. So it, like the least he can do is to be in the video, you know? Like, it's yeah. Like, okay. Roland Emmerich movie, I believe. And that's when like, that's back when they were just like, put a marketing campaign around a movie. I mean, they still do it. But like they do it now for like Star Wars and Marvel movies and stuff like, mm-hmm. you know, go to 7-Eleven for your, you know, Captain America slushy Limited cups. cup, yeah. Then it was like, go to 7-Eleven for your Armageddon cups. Go to 7-Eleven for your Godzilla cups. Like yeah. when they were hoping a movie was going to be huge. Yeah. And like yeah. they didn't, they really didn't know. Cause now you can go like, well, we got a captain, we got an Ant Man movie. It's probably going to do some good business. Yeah. We can wrap some, you know, Bed Bath and Beyond marketing <laughs> in there. Yeah. And, but it's also Disney too. So they're going right. to like push yeah. the hell out of it. All their, the Disney store will have all the Ant Man yeah. stuff out, all the Captain Marvel, whatever. Um, and, and, you know, suitcases with, and it's funny because they make fun of it in Ant Man that because now that he's famous, they like people are having Ant Man merchandise. Someone has an yeah. Ant Man backpack and stuff. Um, what what's out of those like McDonald's or you know um, uh, tie-ins? Do you remember? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, everybody most- knows the the <laughs> most famous ones for me were the Batman Forever. No, really, the Batman the glass Forever cups. glass cups. Yeah. Oh that my was god. Just thinking of that. When you broke one, you were like, no, <laughs> my Yeah. It was like, what the fuck? Like I still, I mean, I've looked online and you can buy them, you know, like on eBay yeah, for like that. thousands yeah, now. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But it was just like, collect all four Batman, Robin, uh, the Riddler and two face. And it was, that was, that yeah, was, wild I, know. Shit. I had that, that Riddler cup survived for a long yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, cause that was like the good uh, China. To, I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they should bring those back for Matt Reeves's Batman too, or, uh, you know, and yeah. I, I, we talked about it. We talked about it on the first episode, but it's uh, we recorded a few. Um, but they actually announced the DC slate. Um, and one thing I wanted to talk about was I think they're going to do what we were talking about. Is have is they're doing Batman? It's called Batman: The Brave and the Bold, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, so Robin is going to be in it, but it's going to be Damian Wayne. I don't know if you're like yeah. Are you familiar with Damian Wayne? Because I don't. I, I, don't I know he's Bruce Wayne's son. Yeah. Him and Tall. What's Tal- 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 um, Tal- 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 Batman, Bruce Wayne, but he is also the grandson of Ra's al Ghul. So he has this mm-hmm. kind of thing where he's he's like a he's like dying. Basically. Yeah, yeah, he's an assassin. He's like dying to kill, and he's like a little evil Damien. Yeah, Damien. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah. type kid where he's like Batman constantly constantly has to be like real like, man. We don't kill, like, yeah. but father, I kill. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much like that, which is it's going to be a funny dynamic. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very different from what we've seen. I think I'm not crazy about Damian Wayne. I get it. It's going to be, 
that that's going to be the button they push in terms of like the comedy of it. Mm. Where as I think, I don't know, I probably do Tim Drake, but mm. I do Tim Drake the way we talked about before of just like, you can let him be funny, but not like, I think it's going to be more of a running joke. Mm. And you know, if you see Peacemaker, it's like the characters are funny. They also have a lot of humanity, but they also are very like comedy is kind of the main thing they but they get away with so much of it and so much of the comedy because the characters are have a very human quality but it's still the tone is still very like off kilter it's it's it feels a little bit like guardians of the galaxy but with like a little bit of cursing kind of Mm, that's that's kind of what the vibe is but that should be interesting okay and that's gonna be live action yeah Oh, so they're okay. re- kind of redoing the whole thing. It's like going to be, there's Superman legacy, um, <clears throat> uh, Batman brave and the bold, which is rumored. There's rumors that Ben Affleck might direct, which I, that's completely unsubstantiated. I, this is just reading Instagram like headlines. So who knows yeah. if any of this is anything. And I believe, I think a wonder woman thing. I, I don't have the full lineup, but anyway, but flash is still coming this summer, I believe. And then all of them, but uh, you know what? Enough about the current slate of movies. You told yeah. me that you watched a movie this week, and what is it? Um, I watch the the client. So, um, it is um Tommy Lee Jones, Susan Sarandon, Brad Renf- Renfro. Renfro, um, yeah. Nineteen ninety four is the client, directed by Joel Schumacher, based off the novel by John Grisham. Yeah, well, yeah. Written by a. Sorry, written by Akiva Goldsman, writer of the uh, infamous writer of Batman and Robin. And uh, I, this must be where they met because, you know, it's funny. Akiva Goldsman oh, yeah. was probably the writer on Batman Forever, but nobody brings that up. Um, no, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, there, there. That's, why, oh, yeah. that's why it makes sense. So this is where Joel Schumacher met first work with... Um, uh, Akiva Goldsman. And then he wrote Batman Forever. Then he wrote A Time to Kill, which is their next thing together. It's another. That's an, I saw that too. Another recently. iconic. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw that too, and it's that. That's, that's a whole episode I want to talk to you about eventually. These like legal dramas and like, yeah. What do you think, in your opinion, would be um, your favorite legal drama? You know, because there's so many aspects of it. Typically, there's. I feel like there's one subgenre that I that I always tend to see, but um, yeah, I mean, there's so many other aspects. The very John Grisham, the the Rainmaker, the Client. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you have exactly. the the Pelican Brief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there was another. Uh, it's a weird genre that, that kind of doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I don't know. I th- mm, I don't a, think yeah, so. I, I guess it I, does. I, think I guess it, it does. does. I, I think it. At, at, in, in some bits, I've seen them in movies, but they're they're not they're not the whole, um, the thrust of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they will have some aspects of the legal drama in it, but it's not the, it's not like you're not going to see. Oh, you know, I saw something. I'm trying to think about not, but I feel it's it, it, it's it's, it's it, you're not going to just see the 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 protagonist just you know back and forth you know, in the law offices and willing and dealing in, in all these things. So um, there's just some aspects of it, but anyway, that's a whole episode. I'd like to talk to you about that and mm-hmm. later on, but yeah, I saw the client with Tommy Lee Jones and uh, Susan Sarandon. 
and um yeah it's 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 an it, it's as just an it's an interest it's an interesting movie in the sense like <laughs> it's a lot of it wasn't bad it wasn't bad it wasn't great but it seems like there's a lot more action happening than there really is and mm-hmm. basically what happens is Brad Renfro um and i forget who plays his brother in the movie but they're like little basically trailer trash kids they're going out smoking cigarettes and like the backwoods of i don't know where they're fucking from i mean louisiana some bayou some it is louisiana yeah, yeah. um somewhere like that and while they're smoking cigarettes they they've come across this guy he's a lawyer he's a mob lawyer and he's attempting to kill himself by um you know sticking the hose in his tailpipe and then putting it in the window um and they try to stop him by removing the tailpipe and then the this mob lawyer realized what's happening. So he grabs Brad Renfro, which is in the craziest scene and throws him in the car. And he goes, you know, we're going to fucking go to hell tonight. And he's <laughs> foaming at the mouth. And he's like, ah! yeah. and he pulls out a revolver. He's like waving in the air. And he's like, let's play Russian roulette, motherfucker. Wow. Putting like in at Brad Renfro and he's, ah! and, you know, and all this shit. And then eventually I think he just shoots himself. The lawyer shoots himself in the head. Brad Renfro gets away. And then it turns out the mob is looking – ends up looking for – trying. the mob is looking for Brad Renfro because they want to find out what this mob lawyer told him before yeah. he died, right? Because there's a body. There's a MacGuffin. That's the MacGuffin. There's a body of some senator that the mob killed. Um, and if they find it, they can prove that the mob killed this Louisiana senator or some shit like that. And Brad Renfro knows the – the the location but um so he's on the run from the mob that's one aspect of it but of course he's poor because like i mentioned he's trailer trash and so he has to hire um susan sarandon who um she's i think she's what is what is that when they're called they work for the state like um the lawyers social worker uh, no, they're just like assigned to you when you don't have any money. A public defender. Yeah, yeah, she's a she's a public defender, and apparently because it's Louisiana, she's a woman. Like she, you know, like uh, what? What? <laughs> a, a female lawyer? What? Every, when she walks in the room in the first scene, everybody spits out their coffee. Well, this is well, it, it really is. So this oh, is God. well, the setup is because Tommy Lee jo- Tommy Lee uh, Jones is like the hotshot lawyer. He's like the famous lawyer he's like he wins every case and all this shit um so he's been hired um um i I think as the prosecutor to um yeah to um basically as a prosecutor and he has a whole team of people with him so um he has bradley bradley whitford who i always like a young bradley whitford you know that yeah yeah of course yeah yeah and then um he also has um 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 Anthony Heald. I don't know if you know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I so he has IMPP, so I'm seeing everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right so now. he has and JT Wall. She has all these people on his side, and um, and basically what they try to do, they like because they're like hotshot lawyers. They take Brad Renfro into an interrogation room and try to um, basically have him spill the beans and confess. And even Brad and Brad Renfro, as a little kid, is a precocious 
kid he's he, and with the biggest southern accent he's kind of like don't i need to have a lawyer president and they all have southern accents you know yeah. and they're like oh son you don't need that just tell us what happened and he was like but i'm pretty sure i can um i'll plead the fifth if i want to he goes oh you don't need to do that you know and stuff like that and then they, they underestimate him because he's like trailer trash and stuff and then brad renfro hires susan sarandon susan sarandon her name is in the movie is reggie love is mm-hmm. short for regina so okay yeah, so so Tommy Lee Jones and all his high power lawyers are like, oh, we're gonna hire that, we're gonna meet up with this Reggie Love, and and you know, and then Susan Sarandon comes in, and and they, I, I think they literally have a scene where it's like, excuse us, doll, can you get us a cup of coffee and stuff? Because we're waiting for you know this yeah. real lawyer to come in. She goes, I am the lawyer. Goes what? Yeah, <laughs> your name's Reggie. Yeah, it's short for Regina. And it's like, but 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 you're a woman. How? Well, how? <laughs> Somebody jumps out the window. That <laughs> <laughs> was just so ridiculous. You know. Yeah. So so basically, it's that, and it's and it's somewhat of a legal drama, but it turns into this kind of action movie because there's a cat and mouse. The 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 mob hires all these like assassins to in a Kill Bill style to you know, find Brad Renfro in the hospital and I kind of kill him in his hospital bed and all this shit. So they have to move him. And then it's, they're on the run from the mob lawyers and stuff. Um, Eventually Brad Renfro leads him to the body. Um, Susan Sarandon has evidence. She makes a deal with Tommy Lee Jones and it's all, it's all good. So they both, so Tommy Lee Jones wins the case. Susan Sarandon works out a deal where Brad Renfro's, um, gets some money to take care because remember he's poor remember everyone he's poor so he gets money to pay his hospital bills and all this shit um but it's funny mary louise parker's in it as brad renfro's like single mother like trailer uh trailer park trash uh mother yeah yeah and it's like it's the most ridiculous because some of the lines she was like, "How am I supposed to pay for this? I I I, I gotta go to work at the at the not even like a restaurant, like at the diner because I gotta do a double shift tonight. And if I don't go yeah. in, you know, I'm gonna get fired." And she's like chain smoking the whole time, yeah. you know, like of course, and then she, yeah. And she's like, "If I don't go in," oh, and then she gets and gets the phone call. I just got fired. How am I supposed to pay? I don't got no life uh, health insurance, you know. And then they'll yeah. they'll say things like. Um, you know, uh, Susan Sarandon might say something like, you know, oh, we, we, you know, the prosecution will come in. She was like, prosecution? What is that? I ain't no fancy lawyer. Why are you talking yeah. to me like that? She was like, all this horse Speak shit. English. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, speak English. I don't know. And like, I'm just a single mother of two children. I don't know anything. So she, she's, she wins the cake because I'm just like, oh, okay. Yeah, we get it. You're like poor, uneducated. Yeah. Trailer park woman and stuff like that. So it was a fine movie. Like I, like I, I was telling you before, I just wanted to watch something low key without any explosions and stuff like that. Um, and, and yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. But everyone, it, it, it's funny because all what I'll say is all the characters are very stereotypical. Tommy Lee yeah. Jones is the hotshot southern lawyer, and he just no, 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 he's wheeling and dealing, and he's slapping back with the senator and all this stuff. Mary Louise Parker is the trailer park, you know, trailer park trash. I don't know things and i'm smoking cigarettes all the day and um will Patton's like he's a crooked cop and he's like the most crooked cop like in the sense of he's just a crooked cop like a crooked yeah. southern <laughs> cop <laughs> everything he does is like out of like you're bro you're not that's not how you take evidence yeah <laughs> you know? and then all the mobsters are like the worst mob they're like the 
worse. I don't know why there's an Italian mob in Louisiana. I guess they yeah. they have to exist, <laughs> but they're all wearing like these leather alligator suits and shoes yeah. and and all this. And then Susan Sarandon, you know, is a Southern lawyer. She's a female lawyer with all the everything. Everyone, the whole world's against her. But she's also, guess what? She also is a recovering alcoholic and mm. yeah, all this stuff. And William H. Macy is a doctor and he's like the most nice – he's the nicest doctor because yeah. he's just like, I don't care. This is my patient. I'm just trying to help. I don't care if you don't have health insurance. I got to – I took the, yeah. the Hippocratic oath. oath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good for so, him. So yeah, it was, it was, it was fine. It, it wasn't what I expected. I thought it was going to be more um, – um, more you know the legal drama willing and dealing and stuff like that but yeah it was good it, I, I would recommend it if you want something for a sunday afternoon um, yeah I would, I would recommend it and yeah and, and joel schumacher can direct the movie so yeah no he's not bad at all susan yeah. sarandon uh nominated for best actress in the leading role for this movie oh really okay mm-hmm. well there you go yeah john yeah, she was good. yeah i mean yeah. she is good she's uh Great. How many Oscars has she been nominated for? Um, she won one. Wow, she's been nominated for one. Thelma Louise. No, Dead Man Walking. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, it. the year after this one, so oh, she's okay. been nominated five times. Which is okay, yeah. for Atlantic whatever City, reason, Thelma Louise, Lorenz's Oil, yeah, The Client, and Dead Man Walking was the last one that she won on the Dead Man Walking. Wow. No, she's good. I, you know, it's weird. Of like, I just take for granted that she's a good actress, but I don't remember. Like, I don't even remember the last thing I've seen her in. But mm. I know she's well, good. Well, she was in Rick and Morty just recently. You know that you watched Rick no, and Morty? No, I did not. Yeah. No, I yeah, I saw I saw like most of the season. It's one of those shows that people are like, you would love it, and I watched. It, I was like. I don't think you know me. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, I liked it. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, fine. it's, yeah, it's, I, I, I do watch it and I do like it. Um, I just, it's, it's interesting because especially where they get right, is like the tropes, excuse me, they get tropes really good and the themes that they got going on with like when, when they deal with like multiverses or um, like one episode that he had a, what was it? The, with the fortune cookie, were um the fortune oh fuck i'm really fucking it up now but there was like if if you open your fortune cooking if you believe in it enough that fortune comes true and the way they play with it i just find it really interesting and the jokes are really rapid fire so anyway but susan sarandon she's a psychiatrist and and on that show and she's and even on as the this cartoon (laughs) character she she she's really good in it and then last thing i saw her when she was in a jay-z video for um um, uh, the Jay Z video Legacy. She plays the mm. warden, and um, and that was, that was like an I don't know if you if you've seen it. Like Jay Z is not even putting out real music videos out anymore. He's just putting it's like short like short films, yeah. You know? And they're real people in it. Like Ron yeah. Perlman was in it. Emil Hirsch is in it. Like Jesse Williams. Like there's real actors and act you know real actors in these things. So and the music yeah. is almost secondary. So, um. And then, as far as like a like a real movie that I've seen her in, oh, well, the last thing I saw was The Client, but uh, I, I, Zoolander. I remember her; she was in Zoolander too. Yeah, but, I've seen yeah. her in something fairly recently. Um, <clears throat> I'm just gonna put up her Cloud Atlas. Uh, oh, have you you ever watched? She's in Cloud Atlas. 
Yeah. Sorry, what? Was. 30 Rock. You ever watch 30 Rock? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in that. She's awesome in that, too. She's like really, really funny. I don't remember her in that. In 30 Rock? Remember the writer? I forget his name with the hat. Um, Basically, she was. Yeah, she was like a Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was a Mary Kate Letourneau kind of situation. She okay. was she was his teacher, and she had, she they had sex. So she was yeah. like, just so she's a convicted felon, and then she gets oh. out. And she wants to restart the relationship with him again. Yeah, she did that in a different movie too, didn't she? Do that in um, she was the mom. God, what is that movie with uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Andy Samberg? Wasn't she the oh. same thing? It's That's that my boy. Yeah, yeah. Andy Samberg's mom in the present day um, where uh, yeah, that it's kind of the same thing. Like she, as when she was a teenager, she hooked up with a young Adam Sandler when he was like in school. Okay. And then, and had his baby and then she grew up and then in the present, she's being played by Susan Sarandon. Oh, okay. It's kind I of the exact same. <laughs> yeah. Same kind of, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah. I didn't realize she's in cloud Atlas. Yeah, I mean the last thing now I now I'm looking at her IMDb. The last thing I remember her in, um, the most current movie that I saw her in last is a Bad Mom's Christmas, which is one of like it's so bad in a way that's like, man, it feels like they made it like it was the first draft and then they just like made it on a weekend. And bad Mom's th- Christmas is that those like those Bad Mom movies? Bad Mom's, yeah, it's the sequel to a uh, Bad mo- Bad Moms. Yeah, okay. And yeah. Uh, it feels like there's one moment, you know, Mila Kunis is great. She's the star of it, mm-hmm. and she's really good in pretty much everything. And oh, I don't know about everything. Have you seen uh, American Psycho too? Oh yeah, that was not yeah, great. Yeah, she's giving it her all, and she's just like, "Fuck it, man, I took the paycheck. I'm I like, I'm in it." It's really bad, but she's good in it. At the end of the movie, they're just like, during the credits, I don't know, the cast is just dancing. Mm-hmm. And she's just dancing, but like you can look at her eyes and she's just like, I'm really doing a dance sequence, aren't I? <laughs> like, I'm really mm. just, we're really just doing this dance number. Okay. All right. But yeah, that's the last thing I've seen Susan Sarandon in other than just whatever TV appearances she's making. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a movie this week and it also is a 90s movie. And it's a movie I remember seeing with you, not in the theater. Okay. But I remember seeing it with you. Natasha just wanted to watch it. She wanted to watch something from the 90s. And we <laughs> okay. stumbled on this and we were like neither of us have seen this in a long time and I and I was like listing off all the people that was in this movie and you can't believe who's in it. The movie is 1996's Mars Attacks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, right? That's that's, action, that's that's a deep cast. That's like everyone's fucking in that movie. Everyone's in that movie. So let me Sometimes read off the cast. Sometimes they're playing like tw- two characters. Jack Nicholson is playing two different characters. Yeah. Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Jessica Parker, Annette Bening, Glenn Close, Danny DeVito, Martin Short, Michael J. Fox, Rod Steiger, Tom Jones, Lucas Haas, Natalie Portman, Jim Brown, Lisa Marie, uh, Sylvia Sidney, Paul Winfield, Pam Greer, and Jack Black. Yeah. Directed by Tim Burton. This is Jack Black before he's really started being yeah. Jack Black. Yeah. Um, Natalie Portman was like she had done The Professional, but she wasn't like Natalie Portman yet. Michael J. Fox is yeah, like I mean, I she's think this a, is like the last kid in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's she plays the president's daughter. 
Yeah. And this movie is... So, the, I mean, the premise is Earth is invaded by Martians with unbeatable weapons and a cruel sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And it's very... I don't even know. It's like Tim Burton is like, hey, I'm funny. I'm funny. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. It's Tim Burton trying to write a comedy. He's an uncredited writer on the movie. Um, he he wrote the movie. These are based off a trading card series, which I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, I um, remember. Yeah, I had no no idea about that. But um, so it was like this old 1950s trading cards. I, I guess he was yeah. familiar with, and they and on it it just shows different ways of how Martians will right. take over Earth and stuff. So the screenplay is credited to Jonathan Gems, but I was doing a little bit of research and Tim Burton was like the co-writer, but he's like, don't, you know, just don't give me credit. Just take the full credit. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, so basically what happens is, and you got to understand this is 1996. So I think Independence Day came out the same year or a year before maybe. Yeah, 1996. Yeah. So I remember seeing this in a hotel room like a pay-per-view, right? And um, I just remember being like, oh, Mars Attacks, that like Tim Burton. Because even as a kid, I always remember the name Tim Burton, mm-hmm. even when I didn't really know what directors did. And uh, I remember seeing it and being like, oh shit, Mars Attacks. This must be like Tim Burton's version of Independence Day. Yeah. And you watch it and I was just like, the fuck is this? Like, it was yeah. like, you're, you're like, Oh shit. Michael J. Fox. I love Michael J. Fox has been documented last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Jack Nicholson, this is going to be crazy. And then it's just like, it's like a really like un. it's kind of, it just thinks it's funnier than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, it's really trying to be silly. And I think it's mm-hmm. trying to be silly in a mad, it's a mad, mad world way, but like, none of the characters really like you're not like really rooting for anybody and that you're not even really you're not rooting for the aliens and you're not mm-hmm. really rooting for the humans because the humans are so dumb mm-hmm. and it's kind of like i mean the only one you're kind of rooting for, you're rooting for you're supposed to be rooting for is like jim brown yeah because that's what i feel for yeah yeah like he's his boss is a dick to him he's a former boxer who um is working as Vegas. like yeah, he works in Vegas at a casino as like, you know, it'd be like if Mike Tyson like worked in Vegas and was just like a greeter. Like he just goes around the tables and just like takes pictures with people basically. He's divorced, but his he and his wife, who his wife is played by Pam Greer, have a pretty good relationship. It's an amicable split. They have two kids, one of which is Ray J. And uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's I forgot insane. about that. Wow. And the other wow. kid, the other kid is Brandon Hammond, who you might not know the name, but as soon as you see his face, he was, I, and there's no other way to put it. He was the black kid in every movie in the nineties. Like if you were a black movie star and you had a kid, he played your son in the movie. Um, oh yeah. Like if you see him, yeah. you're like, yeah, he was, yeah. he was he just, was he's fan, Michael Jordan. He was Michael Jordan's son in Space Jam, or he, maybe he was a young Michael Jordan. I don't remember. Yeah, he was a young Michael Jordan in Space Jam. Yeah, in the uh, beginning where he's like, I'm yeah, yeah. And then R. So, Kelly plays. So yeah, so I mean, like, there's it's almost like no real plot. Like, uh, it's just basically Martians come to Earth. 
Earth prepares. They're like, oh my gosh, Martians are coming. Earth prepares and then literally Mars attacks, right? Yeah. So, and and the Martians, the the funny thing I will say is they, they come up with a translator machine mm-hmm. and the machine is just translating completely wrong. So, or maybe it's not, maybe they're just like, just fucking with the humans because mm-hmm. it's like, we come in peace and everybody's like, yeah, great. And then they just start blasting everybody. Yeah. And then like throughout the movie, you see like they have the translators on and uh, like the Martians are like, why are you running? We, <laughs> I want to be your friend. But like while they're trying to kill them. Yeah. So that was pretty funny. But like overall, it's just like this weird, weird movie where like all the, the humans are so dumb because they keep falling for it, even though like worldwide they're just being killed. Uh, you know, Jack Nicholson plays the president, but he also plays like a Las Vegas or Reno kind of billionaire or millionaire. Um, yeah, I think he's like a casino owner or something, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm pretty and sure. he's like a cowboy. He's like- And he's a cowboy. Home. He looks like he's dressed like Macho Man Randy Savage. Exactly, like, yeah. Jack Nicholson is- salmon. Yeah, Jack Nicholson is hamming it up. Jack Nicholson is like firing on all, you know, he- he took the paycheck. He took, I mean, from the notes, he uh, he took the the move the role without reading the script. Yes, yeah, and um, and wasn't yeah you know he was just like he just wanted to be with Tim Burton again, and uh, which I was like, damn, how did Tim Burton get Jack Nicholson? And I was like, oh yeah, fuck, he played the Joker. Like it, yeah. as I was watching, I completely forgot that they worked together. Which the reason that he played the second role is because somebody was supposed to be cast as that rich. Vegas casino guy, but dropped out, and that somebody was Michael Keaton. So it would have been who would have done it great because Michael. That's the Michael Keaton can do that. It's basically Beetlejuice is what he was doing. Yeah, and then they find out that the way to kill the aliens is by yodel, like yodeling music, I guess. Yeah, and so they kill the aliens by that. But by then, everybody's dead, including Jack Nicholson as the president. Pretty sure his wife dies. Natalie yeah. Portman plays their daughter that doesn't care. Sarah Jessica Parker is a like a fashion, like an e-news fashion correspondent type person, and Pierce Brosnan is the um, he's a scientist. He's a scientist, an advisor to the president. Sarah Jessica Parker, the aliens abduct her. Michael J. Fox in that movie? Yes, in the movie, yeah. yeah. But she, but like, she is falls cucking him. Yeah, yeah, Bronson, exactly. Right? And then they. The aliens, um, they capture her and they cut off her head, yeah. but it's still in. And then they, she has like a little chihuahua. So they cut off her head and put the chihuahua's head on her body. And then I think they put either her head on Pierce. Bro- on No. On no, the they chihuahua's put Pierce, body. Yeah. So either her or Pierce Brosnan gets put on the chihuahua's body. And it's supposed to be very funny. Yeah, and it's really—it's a strange, strange movie. I don't know if I can recommend it, but it is like, you know, it's like it's a curiosity to watch. It's really weird. Like, if you're gonna do the Tim Burton marathon, you you can't miss it, and you have to acknowledge it. But it's like a weird—I find it to be like a pretty, like, just like unfunny misfire and not like mm. that like me it's almost a little mean-spirited in some ways but like it's just like i just watch it and go like i don't care about anybody in this movie like none mm. of the character like it just seems like this is like 
these are characters to like, you know, just alien like death ray fodder. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like fun to have like aliens kill people for um, 90 minutes or whatever it is. And yeah. uh, I was just like, mm. but, I, you know, I was like that when I first saw it because Independence Day, you're like, oh, my gosh, like one of the best alien invasion movies ever. Yeah. And then Mars Attacks, I was looking for basically that as a, you know, 10 year old kid was looking for that to happen and is disappointed then and disappointed now. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 re, I, I, I haven't watched it in a while, but I do remember coming out of it feeling, um, yeah. And comparing it to independence day. And one thing, and you can confirm or disconfirm because you've seen it recently is that most of these characters, unlike independence day, like a lot of the characters in independence day actually meet, and interact with each other like they all start separately right but the situation the alien invasion kind of forces them to meet with each other and come together yeah. and you know and work together to beat the aliens whereas this one like it's just an ensemble and a lot of characters don't yeah. necessarily meet you know and it's just like they're doing their own kind of uh their their own they all have their own little little Mission. stories or whatever yeah. yeah um and then also I think all the characters, and maybe this is supposed to be part of it, but a lot of these characters in this in Mars Attacks are, um, they're just not likable. You know, they all have yes. this like thing. Jack yeah. Nicholson as the president is stupid, right? Yeah. I mean, he's literally, like he's a buffoon. He's a buffoon, right? right? Yeah. Um, Pierce Bronson, and with the thing with uh, what you were saying about that translator, I always took it as because everyone's idiotic that pierce bronson just made a shitty translator and because he's just a shitty scientist yeah and the fact that because even during the course after they use a translator and the aliens say oh we're coming peace and they start killing people yeah i I think pierce bronson kind of says oh there's something you know well you know he he tried to justify it yeah yeah yeah. oh maybe there's just some miscommunication there you know like and it's just i always took it as like no you're just like you're just shitty at your job ma'am yeah yeah yeah. sarah jessica parker she's vain vain vapid you know kind of pre paris hilton chihuahua in the purse kind of person Uh who is out um uh, blatantly flirting in front of her husband with other men right yeah Annette Benning, she's kind of this um, new age foo-foo guru. Am I, am I correct on that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah. And I think she's like, wants the aliens to come because she's, yes. like, I, I, I don't remember. Yeah. It's been, it's been a while. Glenn Close is just like, again, it's the first lady, but she's idiotic, you know? And maybe yeah, I she's- think she might be cons- like super conservative and maybe mildly racist in some things. I don't, yeah. Yeah. But she's. She's like, she's more concerned with like how, how the decorations are going for the white house. Like she's like, yeah, I'm going to repaint the Roosevelt room. And then Natalie Portman's like, why are you repainting the Roosevelt room? It's historical, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, yeah. Yeah. So, so she's uh, uh, yeah worried about um, frivolous. um, Yeah. Frivolous things. But I remember, I always remember Martin short. He was just like, he's, he's just like a, uh, he's a sleazeball, right? He's a creep. He's, he's like sleeping yeah. with hookers. He's yeah, like he's, he's outwardly pulling up in a limo to 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 like street street walkers and yeah, 
right? That's and well, like, right, and that's how the Martians get him because they they dress up like a Martian woman. Yeah. They dress up as a, a Martian as a like woman who's like obviously something's up here. Yeah, like, it looks like a like, fembot from Austin. Exactly, Powers. exactly. It looks like yeah. a fembot from Austin Powers, and they still trap him. And that's like the way they get in the White House, right? Yeah. Um, Rod yeah. is like the general who just he's a war hawk. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It's it's just very like uh I think it was going for like Doctor Strange love, but I don't know, it's not didn't really get there. The um but yeah, that's interesting that you say that and maybe that's why I didn't uh resonate with it especially back then is cuz like all the characters are unlikable mm-hmm. and the stories are separated whereas like Independence Day is all about coming together. Mm-hmm. Coming together in order to fight this threat like it's, you know, whatever is as maudlin as you might want to say it is, it's like, it's a hopeful message. And it's like about hu- the good parts of humanity. Whereas mm-hmm. this is like Tim Burton's almost nihilistic, like humanity deserves to die. Cause we're all yeah. stupid. I mean, yeah. You guys all bullied me when my, you called me <laughs> a loser. <laughs> like, okay. like, like, you know, that's, you know, Tim Burton. Yeah. And it's like, you know, Tim, this is a studio meeting. <laughs> Tim, we said yes to the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, Tim Burton, you know, he got made fun of for wearing fucking goth clothes, I'm sure. And probably rightfully so got beat up yeah. for being a Do little Do we know weird. much about Tim Burton in the younger years? It's I like, don't know, man. Yeah. If you like, you can't look at his work and his like, especially his artistic work. Yeah. And like, I mean, if you just look at the guy's mood, like Edward Scissorhands, Beetlejuice, especially Edward Scissorhands is all yeah. about like a weird, like guy, who, like a metaphorical version of Tim Burton. Yeah. Who's like crazy hair dressed in all black and is a fucking weirdo in the middle of suburban, like looks yeah. like Arizona kind of yeah. in the fifties, like a fifties version of Arizona, like middle America. He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm awkward. And like, yeah, but I'm, be- but I'm secretly beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm an artist. If yeah. Only if there was Winona Ryder who could love me and see me for the true thing that I am. Yeah. But I, I cut everything. I have scissors for hands, so I, I I destroy everything I love. I can't help it, you guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, he has a lot of a lot of that where it's like small town oppressiveness. I mean, that's why this Wednesday show is like the perfect thing for him. Oh yeah, you know, that he directed. I think the whole season. You know, it's it's perfect for him. I I like Tim Burton. I just. I mean, I like Sleepy Hollow probably best, even though his like best stuff is like Big Fish or Ed Wood or something right. like that. To me, Sleepy Hollow is like No, I think you what do you well, Batman Returns, right? Batman Returns is Batman Returns is so insane. I can't even like I love that movie and I loved it as a kid, but like when you watch it again, you're like you it especially between Batman and Batman Returns, it's so obvious. And this happens to every studio director makes it so obvious okay it's every every studio director that makes a uh, superhero movie and sequel it always happens this way they make the first one and it's them on their best behavior you know what i mean a lot of christopher nolan on batman begins sam raimi and spider-man um tim burton in 1989 batman right 
And then the C, the first one becomes a hit, a massive success. And then they go, they're like, all right, do whatever you want on the next one. And they go like, especially in Tim Burton's case, he's like, Tim, just go crazy there. He goes, I can. (laughs) And like, all right. So first of all, the penguin is going to be a monster fish boy. And Catwoman. Fish from the sewers. Yes. And Catwoman is going to be in skin tight, skin tight lady who licks, gets licked by magical cats, but she's dead and she comes back. Um, And there's going to be a circus, but like an evil circus and they all look melted. (laughs) (laughs) like it's just like he's and and i want penguin to capture all the firstborn children of gotham and kill them and you're like dude (laughs) dude you realize we have to sell happy meals on this right like (laughs) but um and you know sam raimi the same thing with the i mean raimi and nolan both were very successful with their sequels. It's really on the third one where they went overboard with their stylistic stuff. Like Tim Burton's uh, Sleepy Hollow to me is like his great. I love when a director makes just a good, their best version of a Friday night movie. Like so Sleepy Hollow is a great, like kind of disposable. It's a good Friday night movie, man. It's like, but it's, it's still, there's so much of him in it. And his, if you like Tim Burton, there's like a lot of him in it. Like, Gone Girl to me is like David Fincher's Friday night movie. Right. Uh, Inside Man is Spike Lee's Friday night movie. When they decided to make a Hollywood movie, there's still enough of them in it, but it's like a still a really just a great movie. I always love those. Mm, okay. Yeah. Nope. Not Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Tim Burton, Planet of the Apes. Man, that was a big, that was a big deal when it came out. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That was a big deal. And I, and, uh, that ending was like so confusing at the time, but it actually yeah. makes sense if you've why because he comes back and takes over the world or something. Not that it's just that like so what happens in the movie? I, I mean I don't know I'm gonna spoil it I guess for anybody who still cares. I haven't seen yet. But so in the beginning, um, they send off Mark Wahlberg's chimp. Right, Mark Wahlberg has like a pet chimp that he's like good friend, like he's friends yeah. with. It's his pet. It's his personal like he has a personal stake in this this chimp safety, right? So they send off the chimp into a wormhole to study what may or may not happen. The chimp gets sucked into the wormhole hole and Mark Wahlberg goes, fuck that. I'm going to go save him. Mark Wahlberg goes in the wormhole. He says, I'm going to go save my monkey. I'm going to go save my monkey. Yeah. I'm going to go save my monkey. So he, Mark Wahlberg goes into the wormhole, gets onto the planet of the apes, right? Mark Wahlberg is there. He's looking around He's trying to figure out what the fuck happened. He ends up finding his space station they were on. Mm -hmm. The space station that he left from, they find. And he finds out that like thousands of years ago, his crew landed on that, on the thing. They went into the wormhole and landed on that planet. And the monkeys got released and they got smart. And they eventually they took over and became a civilized, you know, people and the descendants of the hits crew or whatever became like the humans. So then mm, okay. as they're doing this final battle, a ship comes down and it's his monkey from the right. beginning. Right. So he right. takes the monkey and like, he's like, fuck this planet. He gets off and he goes back into the wormhole. So he gets back and he goes to earth and he finds out that earth is the last image we see is a, a statue of, of Thaddeus, Tim Roth's character. Yeah. 
where the statue of Lincoln, the Lincoln Memorial is, right? Right. So basically what happens is uh, whatever goes in the wormhole last shows up first, right? So his... So the monkey went in first and got to the Planet of the Apes last. Mark Wahlberg came in second, got there second, and the sh- the people, his crew, went after him, and they but they got there first. So everybody goes in backwards. Mm-hmm. So what the the ending is presumably at some point, Tim Roth's monkey goes into the wormhole, takes over the thing, but because takes over Earth, yeah, takes over Earth, but because Mark Wahlberg went first he gets there after him so okay so all it means is that tim roth tim, tim roth got there at some point tim roth took the ship went but, to the wormhole but potentially after took over Earth. yeah oh i see okay so maybe it was years after that's why he got there years earlier gotcha yeah i see so I it's see. like it's just yeah that's all it is. That's why I was like, yeah. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. But that's that's the the. But sense the thing is, they don't explicitly say it in the movie. That's why then no one ever says, yeah. Somebody needs to how say this wormhole whoever, works. Yes, yeah. They that's just kind the of problem. Yeah, they, they just the, like leave it up to the audience to be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> you figure yeah. it out. Yeah, they're like, see, we said it. Yeah, but it's never specifically stated. Yeah, yeah. but the problem, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> And feel free to remake Planet of the Apes, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, they they did a pretty good job with their last trilogy. No, yeah, no. Even those those newer ones are, are – I, yeah. I can I can watch those. But the thing with that problem with the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes too is like, all right, so you took over planet Earth, right? I mean, there's a whole civilization and – for instance, I'm just using a real life example. Remember when they knocked down the when the U.S. Um, um, in 2000, you know what I'm get, getting at? Yeah, Iraq. Yeah, when they knocked down a statue of uh, Saddam. fucking Saddam, they don't put up a statue yeah. of George Bush painstakingly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly like the Saddam statue. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so I that's, guess that's for me. That's like strange, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe they did have a, a ape civil war. I don't know. And then they said, yeah. you know what? We're just gonna wear all the same kind of costumes that these humans were I wearing, know. right? Yeah, too. You know. I guess presumably, um, I keep calling him Ross. I don't know why, but uh, so Tim Roth's monkey, Tim Roth's character would have come back, presumably sometime around Abe Lincoln's time, and maybe killed Lincoln or maybe before. I don't know. Like right, that's the that's the thing. Because like, if you're gonna continue that trajectory, it, it feels like they would he would have to come back way before, like in the. Honestly, to the the only thing that really makes sense to me is if he comes back like during caveman times, and then they yeah. take over Earth, and then right. just by chance because it's Earth, that shit was gonna happen anyway. Like, yeah, I, I, now I'm now I'm like explaining this crap and yeah. it's stupid, but because you argue because of Earth's atmosphere and just the way it is, like any species, yeah. whether it be lizard people, whether it be mole men, they are eventually going to have police cars and airplanes and life insurance and that's just how yeah, it is. <laughs> like, yeah monkey life um, insurance. Yeah. yeah like monkey life insurance and monkey taco tuesdays on yeah. this planet because that's just how this multiverse this is yeah. how this universe works it's going to happen no matter what kind of species of intelligent yeah. life it's uh there's two things there's like one thing i heard on i think it was like louis ck or somebody talking about this where it's like the original planet of the apes is funny because they call everything like 
what are the four articles of ape law? And it's yeah. it's just funny that they call it ape law as if yeah. like it's not just law. Like, yeah, like yeah. we would like never call law. it like man law. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's like in that way, they're, even the monkeys are like, this is crazy. Like we shouldn't be, yeah. we're monkeys. We shouldn't yeah. be in charge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to hyphenate um, everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the big the big problem with probably the like apes, that was like it was just but it's like we got to go to Ape New York City. <laughs> yeah, why? <laughs> why are you calling it that? You know, I'm me. sure there's an ape something. New York yeah. means something to us. York yeah, yeah. was the thing. <laughs> yeah, You're, yeah, exactly. So, um, what are you saying? No, I was like the the big flaw with the Tim Burton Planet of the Apes is that they tried to top the original ending which is like oh yeah impossible it's like yeah. i mean now Classic. it was at the time it was the greatest surprise ending of all time and now i think the sixth sense has taken over that but oh yeah still one of the greatest surprise endings of all time which okay i remember watching the hbo behind the scenes uh oh. featurettes for movies yeah. that were coming out and i remember they're like we got michael clark duncan Dude, Tim's got an ending, man. It's gonna mm. blow everybody away. And I was like, dude, this is gonna be sick. Yeah. They gotta top the original. And I was waiting yeah. for that ending, like in the theater, rubbing, <laughs> rubbing my hands hand. together. And uh I was just like, huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It seemed yeah. like a it seemed like a surefire bet. Mark Wahlberg was was really yeah. hot at that time. Tim like, Burton. Yeah, apparently. You know about, yeah, you know. I, I think know you're just say. about to say, say it. Yeah, yeah. About Tim Roth. No, what? Oh, so Tim Roth, he he um he got that script. He was offered two that year. He was offered two scripts. He went yeah. with Planet of the Apes, right? But he was actually offered a script to play a professor in a movie about a magical school with the with the oh. with, the, um, with the wizard. Named yeah. Harry Potter. He was supposed to Snape. be. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, he looked at that and he was like, this, this is not going to be shit. <laughs> yeah. <the laughs> because then it makes this? sense. He was like, this doesn't make sense to me. This is, what is this kid shit? And it makes sense because you're looking at that, this new property, and you're like, what's well, wizards? And what is this? Or you can go with an established, yeah. you know, director, established property. Um, Tim Bur- uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg seems like a surefire hit. Yeah, yeah. You just like Charles Heston's coming back. Yeah. Like he's just like, oh, this Planet is the, of the, the Apes. Safe- How do you miss? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a safe yeah. option. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. No, what I was gonna say is that this the whole process of getting Planet of the Apes apparently was like the the story. They kind of uh, paraphrased the story on Entourage when he was trying to get Aquaman. Okay. Um, like that was sort of Mark Wahlberg's story of like James Cameron's doing Aquaman. I want to be a part of it. And mm. that was like Tim Burton's doing Planet of the Apes. I got to get that role. And that's like, it's a similar, uh, that's a okay, similar yeah. story. Yeah. <clears throat> but I don't know how true that is. Um, but yeah. Well, I was gonna, go ahead. No, go ahead. It was about Tim Burton. I was just thinking about with Batman. <clears throat> I've noticed in his, go looking at his film, uh, his films and stuff. Um, I noticed just things I noticed about directors, like you know, like like for instance, Quentin doesn't Quentin Tarantino has no problem with violence and blood and gangster shit and stuff like that. Uh, Martin Scorsese as, as well, you know, and with 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 violence or or, or even characters, um, 
using uh, racial slurs. Something with Tim Burton I've noticed is that he's really weird when it comes to the subject of sex. Like characters don't like, I don't, I, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think I've in a Tim Burton movie where just two adults are just having normal sex, you know, or just being, you know, just like sexual creatures or sexual people. Um, there's romance, but whenever it comes to the subject of like sex, it's always like he's always like weird about it. And I think about like the penguin where he's in that campaign office and he's obviously attracted to um yeah. one of those campaign workers <clears throat> and he's just like <clears throat> he's making all those sounds. Yeah. And, yeah. and and then like he bites the guy's nose off, which is awesome. I love that scene. And then Christopher Walken explains the plan why he wants to set up this puppet regime with Oswald Cobblepot as being mayor. And he was like, we have a referendum. We vote the current mayor out. And he goes, and who's going to fill up the, who's going to fill the hole Oswald Cobblepot. And then penguin says, looking at that campaign worker, as she's like bending over, I'd like to fill her hole. And it's like, yeah. 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 And then also with Catwoman, you know, it was like just the pussy I was looking for, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like, and then obviously Catwoman licking Batman's face, you know, instead of just kissing him. Um, Yeah. It's just like, it's, 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 I don't know. I just find he's he's a very strange cat when he, when it comes out, even in Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp's kind of, um, who's it? Christina Ricci wants to hook up and Johnny Depp. He's like, he's really like, yeah. Awkward. I mean, there is a sex scene in that movie. Yeah, I was gonna I say that. that I was, take it back. Yeah, it's the only one I can scene. think of. Yeah, Ed so. Wood wears women's like he's transgender. Basically, he's uh, yeah. um, Mars Attacks. I don't remember. I mean, I think well, it's the hooker thing. The Martin, yeah, the yeah, Martin yeah, short yeah. hooker thing. I mean, obvious. And he and he looks. He sucks this woman's that alien woman's. Yeah. No, the other way. He puts his finger in the alien woman's mouth and they bite it off. Yeah, right. You know? And then the only thing other than that, there's a bit of a romance with um, uh, Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker and um, yeah, and Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Bronson, but, but it's it's like it's like a lovey kind of yeah. thing, right? Um, yeah, I think Edward Scissorhands. I don't really no. I mean, just I mean the- Pee Wee. I mean, if there's anything like in Pee Wee, I don't know about that. You know? Yeah. I'm just going through Edward Scissorhand, Batman Returns, Ed Wood, Mars Attacks, Sleepy Hollow, Planet of the Apes, Big Fish, nothing really, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, nothing, Corpse Bride, nothing, um, Sweeney Todd, I don't remember. I don't no, think I don't so. Alice in Wonderland. Uh, Dark Shadows. They have Dark like Shadows. The, they yeah, have they have fight, like a fight sex fight. scene or something. Yeah. Which is one of the worst movies. I remember... <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that movie in the theater. Everybody went out and they were like, everybody went to church. And I was like, I'm not going to church. And I just went to the movies and saw Dark Shadows in the theater. Yes, that was me in the theater. Uh, and um, dude, it was like, it was not only was I was like bored, but I was also like, yo, is this, I was like, is this a sequel to something? It's the second time I've ever had that experience where I was watching a movie and Monkey Bone was the first time where I was like, this movie makes so so little sense that I think that this is a sequel to something I was supposed to watch. Yeah. Um, But I was like, man, I hated that movie. 
Yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I've heard it's really yeah. bad. Uh, but well, it's based on some 1960s it's a show, show. Yeah, a soap like opera. So, Frank you know and Weenie. Yeah, Frank and Weenie, Big Eyes. I don't. I've never seen Big Eyes. And Dumbo and Wednesday is the last thing. Yeah. So yeah, and I guess Beetlejuice two is coming out. I mean, Beetlejuice. He's all really randy in that one. Yeah. You know? He's like. So My yeah, it's just. Baby. Yeah, it's really interesting. And he's not a big violence guy, is he? Like, he's not really. I mean, Sleepy Hollow is pretty gory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. You're he's right. He's got it out. He's got blood in that, in that. Head's chopping off, obviously. Yeah. Um, I mean, hmm. everybody's dying in Mars attacks, but it's like silly violence. Yeah. I mean, they get shot and they turn to skeletons. Like, yeah. You know, so. Green skeletons. Yeah. Green or red, depending on the laser gun that they get shot, yeah. shot with. So. Yeah, it's interesting. It's a, it's and it, yeah, I was thinking about in the, when you were talking about Mars Attacks and comparing it to Independence Day, and then bringing it back to Michael Bay, Roland Emmerich. I was looking at Roland Emmerich's films, and Roland Emmerich is like the 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 shit version of Michael Bay. I think, yeah, you know? the Wish version had, of yeah, yeah, the Wish Wish dot com. <laughs> yeah, he had those big movies. Um, massive massive movies big he was going to be like the new blockbuster guy and then it just kind of really i don't know it just kind of fell apart it was just his his eyes got it was i guess it was just too big and people just got tired of it after a while so i mean there's one movie there from roland that i will always stand by i don't care what anyone says I think it's 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 a it's a good one. Even though it's long, it is every time I watch it, I realize, wow, this movie is long, and it does fall guilty of that third act kind of, um, 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 I get what third act fault where it's like it's just bloated. And now every movie does it, but this dude Roland Roland was the OG of it, where you have one side fighting here one army fighting over here and one army fighting here and you just like smash them together yeah and that's gonna be you know what i'm talking about the patriot of course you know it (laughs) (laughs) for a second i was like because you've seen some movies that i'm like i'm like when did you watch that uh because i could i was looking and i was like it's either the patriot or stargate and i've never seen stargate Uh, i was like he that might be some that might be a weird one that you actually might like and I, yeah, I, I'm I've not, seen Stargate, yeah, that. but there's it's it's more sci-fi and it's not like, um, you know, um, it's it's almost kind of like what's it called, Avatar-ish in the yeah, sense yeah, of yeah. you know, like that kind of kind of shit. But yeah, uh, yeah the Patriot. Patriot, it's a revolution, American revolutionary thing, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm gonna it's, watch this. Yeah, you you check it out. I got it on Blu-ray because I have to yeah. have it on Blu-ray. But yeah, it's. I won't go into it. Maybe it's another episode, but yeah, it's Mel Gibson, Heath Ledger, uh, who's a legend. Um, who else? There's somebody else. Oh, uh, Jason Isaac, who always yeah. plays really good villains in villains, movies. Yeah. Um, and speaking um, of Harry Potter, Chris there, Cooper, Chris Cooper. There's a, a, a speaking about Wish. There's a Wish version of Morgan Freeman in that movie down there. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's just so funny cause it takes place. It's first of all, the big, the thing thing about it is that Mel Gibson is like, he's just the greatest dude and the best scene. <laughs> ever, he's just like the greatest guy. And he's a single father of like six children. The mother died in childbirth or something like that. Um, he's a fair, but hard, 
yeah. father, you know, um, he, pl- he engages in the rules of battle and he doesn't want to, he's a pacifist and he gets into the war because obviously Jason Isaac kills his son. But the, the, the best, the thing I love about that, that I always, I'm like, okay, this is much because obviously it takes place in colonial America, colonial the United States. And they're, the the British come, the British army come to his plantation and they got some black folk working the land and stuff. And then Jason Isaac says, this is the property of the king and all slaves are now uh, property of the king. And there's one of these plantation worker goes, sir, we're not slaves here. We're Mr. Mel Gibson lets us work here on this land for, for, he lets us work here on this land and he gave, he gives us wages. And I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, Mel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love that. I love that scene. I was just like, I even look at that and I'm like, uh, what a crock of shit. Yeah, like, come on. You know. Wow. It's funny no. that you say it's long because there's an extended cut version. Uh, it's long, man. It's just like, <laughs> it's so long. Do you get to the point where you're like, okay, we get it. Like middle act. And then it gets to that point where it's just like, okay, they just, they just need to fucking fight each other now. And yeah. even that, even that bit, it's like, dude, Kill him. You're going to kill him. I know you're going to kill him. Just, yeah. just fucking do it, you know? Man. And it, putting- yeah, it gets like Braveheart-ish when, like, like I said, yeah. one side's here, one side's here. It's Avengers Endgame. Like, yeah. You know? Yeah. I have, you know what? I got to I gotta be honest with the listeners. I've never seen Braveheart. Have you seen Braveheart? Uh, nah. Me neither. I haven't either. Yeah. It's um, just one of those things that it become pop culture osmosis. Like I know it because. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, it was like parodies so many times and shit. So yeah, I'm putting the Patriot on my list to watch. Yeah, what was the first movie you talked about? The Client is going on the my client. list. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we should definitely do a legal legal thrillers. So I'll I'll come up with a list of legal thrillers and we can talk yeah. about that as well. Because I'm I'm kind of curious to know we, we talk about movies that raised us and stuff. What and you don't have to answer it now, but what's the one that you're like, huh? I used to watch that a lot. As far as the legal uh, legal thriller, hmm, I've I've seen the Rainmaker a few times. I, I, I right away that's the one that goes to my head, but there's probably another one, uh, uh, uh something client or something like a, a something affair. I think it was John Travolta did a gross oh a, a civil action a civil action. I feel like that yeah, was with, one with the dirty water. Yes, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, it was something. Yeah, something about dirty water. Um, there's a lot, man. There's there's a ton of Rainmakers with Matt Damon. Matt Damon, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh yeah, I with, just saw uh, that Matt the other Damon day. and Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I saw one. that like three weeks ago. And uh, what's this guy's name? Fucking Rubber Face. Um, uh, Iron Man Two, the bad guy in Iron Man Two, Mickey Rourke. Mickey He's works in that? in that movie. Yeah, wow. he plays he plays the lawyer. Another another like trope. He's the hotshot lawyer that wears like the jewelry and like the pinky ring and stuff. That yeah. hires Matt Damon to work in his law office. Ah, yeah. All right. Well, we'll come up with that soon, but I think we can call it here. Uh, oh, yeah. Anything you want to plug? Um, anyone uh, that is interested to uh, know what I'm watching, follow me on uh, Letterbox. I'm, I'm start posting up more reviews about the movies that I'm watching, and um, 
on Twitter, just uh, you can find me at Dro Esquire, D R O underscore E S Q. Feel free to reach out to me if you have some um, uh, suggestions. I'm always up for that. Um, and if you just want to chat about movies, um, awesome. Let me know. Sounds good. You can find me at ChristianDuranComedy.com for a Christian Duran needs. Look me up on Letterbox, which is always awesome. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And guys, like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, you know, let us know you're out there. And uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Yeah. See ya. Bye.